Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Hello, welcome to Montana's Peer Network Recovery Talks podcast. I'm Jim Haney, and today we're doing a spotlight series. And uh, being that it's February, we are focusing on relationships in recovery. And I have two really special guests today. Uh, introduce yourselves. Yeah, I'm Ashley McLean. And I'm John McLean. And so today we're going to be talking with Ashley and John about their relationship. They have a very unique story. And uh, those of you who are familiar with our podcast, you'll recognize Ashley. She works for Montana Superior Network. But their relationship is really unique, and I think you'll really enjoy their story. So you've had an ultimatum from multiple people, actually. Yeah, it wasn't all at one time, though. It wasn't all at one time. but well, that's it... usually what happens. Yeah. There's multiple people saying you mm-hmm. have a problem. Yeah. Yeah, but it was at John's insistence that was the final one yeah and he says i'm gonna take you know i'm gonna take your kid and and because he was playing mom and dad at mm-hmm, the time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but your family had been probably telling you for a oh. while oh my so god you were just like everybody was telling me. out the other everybody was telling me so that's that's what mm-hmm. we're trying to focus on is right is that how relationships interplay with our recovery mm-hmm. and that john could have made the decision and said see ya see ya yeah. Right. But he wanted to stay with you. Yeah. So he gave you this ultimatum, and that was enough for you then to take the first steps? It w- it was because I had, I had at that point burned every single bridge. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like every single bridge. Like I had, I'd burned it with my parents. I'd burned it with my sister. I'd burned it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, I could fall. I could always fall back on John because John kind of enabled me. He really did for a while. And when he said, I'm done. She used to always call me a pushover all the time. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then when I stood my ground, things changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But obviously you loved each other. Oh, absolutely. Because absolutely. your absolutely. ultimatum had a lot of weight. It did have a lot of weight. Because if you didn't love each other... Then I wouldn't have been motivated to change. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And there was, a, there was a period in that beginning parts where... It was probably like, I want to say like a three week period where I wasn't doing anything. Like I just wasn't drinking Mm -hmm. and I was just, I was just sleeping. sleeping. I was just super depressed. Mm -hmm. I was, and I went to a doctor and I got diagnosed with depression. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, they gave, but not alcoholism. Well, (laughs) you lied. I, no, I That's didn't lie. I did. I didn't lie. I was. This was the first time that I was. I was ever completely honest oh. with the doctor, and the doctor, she said, "Have you ever considered twelve step meetings?" Oh, wow! And that's when I knew because because of my experience with kind of being in and out and doing things to appease the courts. Like mm-hmm. I'd been to meetings before mm-hmm. then, and like. Never, never dove into them. Just, yeah, just bare, yes, bare minimum yeah. stuff. And so I knew where they were at. And mm-hmm. um, directly leaving that doctor's appointment, it was right before noon. Mm-hmm. And I went to a noon meeting and I never left. I, I've Steady. been. 
I've she been, was doing like there for like a year. She was doing like three meetings, yep. four meetings a day. I went like, to I went to wow. a, I went to a meeting a day wow. every day for three years That's of great. my life. So That's great. That's commitment. Yeah. That is commitment. Yeah. 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 But yeah. it all came. It all comes back to. <clears throat> so we were talking about this a little bit earlier. I'm just going to circle back. So this ultimatum. So when the two of you first met, you weren't in recovery. Either one of you. Okay. I met. We met at a bar. You met at a bar. John was John was shooting um, darts for yeah. a dart tournament, and I was going to get my Long Island iced tea. Wow. wow. <laughs> and, and how long have you guys been together now? Um. So Moni is what thirteen. So we've been together for twelve years. Twelve years. Mm-hmm. And so John, you decided first you were going to go into recovery. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about how you did that. I just was like, like if I got drunk. It always ended up in an argument or a fight mm-hmm. or, and then got to the point where like, man, I just couldn't like my whole body would shut off for like a day or two mm-hmm. and I'd be so sick and then I couldn't handle my responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, I got to handle some responsibility. There's a little kid now. Yeah. I can't be just a screw off, you know, and yeah. just, just like, uh, yeah. You know, I've, I've tried to have a couple beers since then, you know, like for my mm-hmm. birthday one time I had a beer and two mm-hmm. of them got me wasted and then I just regretted <laughs> it the whole time. Right, right. I was just like, man, why? Yeah. Why? I just got a bad headache after an hour. Yeah. Being all loose and loud. Yeah. <laughs> but you never went to meetings, you said. You you got into doing stuff with your hands. Mm-hmm. What kind of stuff did you do? Like, I'd just go out hiking. I spent a lot of time at my cabin. Um, I tried to take money everywhere. Like I entered, I probably killed her on the outdoors because she didn't like <laughs> like fishing. Yeah, just things like that. Did you take her rock hunting? Because I know you like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, she don't like that much. Hunting, fishing, camping. You said bead work. Feathers. A lot of bead work, feathers. Like I go busy work. Yeah, yeah, just busy work making little things. Mm-hmm. Like I can have yeah. wood carvings. Mm-hmm. I try everything. But, but kind of a, it sounds like a non, it's like a non-traditional kind of recovery. You chose like more of a holistic path. You delved into the outdoors yeah. instead of where Ashley went, decided you're going to go to meetings. Right. And yeah. I was away from all that for a long time and I couldn't get to it too. I think that's a lot of the reason why I dove so hard into the outdoor aspect is mm-hmm. because I lived in Michigan for like five, six years. Oh. And yeah, I yeah. think for yeah. John and I, like, you know, when they say opposites attract, I think for us, it's really, it couldn't be more true because I thrive off of being around people and yeah. like recovery is, that's a, for my recovery, that's a huge part of it is having the, yeah, no, the people part yeah, of it. Right. And for John, that's not his thing. Yeah. At you, all. You like the meetings and the yes, outings. Yes, I do. I like things. I like the fellowship piece of right. of my recovery, and John is more. He likes the solitude piece of his recovery. Mm-hmm. And so then, so your relationship. So you got into recovery, John, and then you ultimately, finally, you had to give an ultimatum to Ashley because, and, and Ashley, you have a funny story yes. about what was going on. Yes, because. <laughs> When you first met John. Um, yes, when I first met John, I mean, you you kind of meet somebody and you're getting to know them. And when you when you first meet somebody, you don't really want to tell them every piece of you. And you want to kind of lie by 
omission, but I did not lie by omission. I just completely lied. <laughs> I told him that I was in college because I thought that would look good. I did not think that this this was going to go anywhere because it was, I mean, I was a mess at that point. And I told him that I was in college and my college was actually, I had three DUIs and I had to go to DUI school. And to me, that was, you know, the school of hard knocks, right? And that was the school I was having to go to at the time. And there was a point where I didn't have a car, I didn't have a license, and I had to, I had to call on John for a ride and and I said, you know about that college I told you about? <laughs> well, it's not actually the college you think it is. And, and, um, it's a different kind of college. It's a different kind of college. You know, I think that was the first did time. Did he pick you up? He did. He took me. And he took me every every night thereafter. Yeah. Yeah. You were doing outpatient, like intense outpatient. Yeah, I had to go three nights a week. Yeah, nine hours. I had to go three nights yeah. a week. And then I had to go to, um, you know, my one-on-ones. And, and groups. Because you have to do, what, two groups a week? Is that what you had to do? Three groups a week. Three, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and it was really, really inconvenient. You know, we were really new in our relationship, and, mm-hmm. and, and he did that. And, yeah. man, I I tell him today, like, he's I, I look at him like he's a saint because I don't know if I could have done that for somebody, mm-hmm. you know, in, mm-hmm. in my mess. Yeah. And um, he did that in in his mess. So that was. So you cool. might you might have just said picking me up the wasn't relation. the hard part. <laughs> uh, what was the hard part? Yeah? What was the hard part? The, a lot of the hard part was just all the the times playing the mom and the dad yeah. Yeah. and things like that yeah. during yeah. the initial right. recovery when she was trying to like you know do all her meetings and constantly busy with all her step work. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. I mean, I had to like step away and let her do her thing while I did our thing for the family mm-hmm. so that she could get it figured out. Mm-hmm. Well, so I can, was kind of tough, but... Yeah, I bet it was. I can but remember was... the beginning parts of my recovery and going, and, and it doesn't like just because you're you're sober now and you're going to meetings and you're getting you're getting on this path like like my behavior didn't change immediately just because I was sober now like mm-hmm. i still had that way of thinking yeah. neglected yeah. my family yeah yeah and that happens to us when yeah. we're not healthy and in the beginning it takes time right it's not right. like hey i get into recovery and life just gets better overnight no it takes time and we have to learn these new things i mean recovery is a full-time commitment right right it changed you trade a lot of battles for other battles when you start exactly. absolutely exactly and i remember the point though where I mean, it's, it's tough. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a crazy realization. It's been something that I worked on and like, it's been something that we've worked on to, to find that balance that recovery doesn't, doesn't mean that you, you keep doing the same behavior um, because you have to put your recovery first, right? Like I have to, um, I still, I have to quit doing, yeah, I have to quit doing the things that hurt my family and, you know, yeah. And that hurt my relationships to begin with. And being gone all the time and in the name of recovery is not healthy. Yeah. You and I have talked about this, Ashley. Uh-huh. Over time, as you're in recovery, it, it has to evolve. Yeah. You can't have that, that intensity that you went through. I did a similar thing where in the beginning, there's lots of meetings and there's outpatient, there's therapy, and it's like your whole life. Yeah. But you have to reach a point, if you want to ever have a healthy relationship, 
you do have to move beyond that. Absolutely. You can still have parts of those things. Absolutely. You can't devote 100% of yourself forever and ever because you'll never meet your mate. You'll never be able to move your relationship forward, right? No, right. No. You, you've got you've to come back to the family yeah. with these new skills. Yeah. You, I mean, the things that you learn there, like, you know, one thing that I've learned in, in my path is, like, the true test is at home, right? Sure. The true test sure. of your recovery is at home with your relationships, right? And this is the, right. these are the relationships that matter. This is, I was just going to say, yeah. this is where it ends up this mattering is, this, the most. These are right? the ones yeah. that matter. Yeah. The, this is the true test, and it's been my hardest test. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my hardest test, yeah. yeah. Well, it's unique. I mean, the, both of you being in recovery, and you, you took two different pathways mm -hmm. to get there, mm -hmm. and you said, like, opposites attract. You yep. said that earlier, yep. right? And do you find like that yin and yang? I mean, there's kind of this balance because you're doing it in two different ways. Yeah. But you still are coming together. Sometimes we're still working on that a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like most relationships. Yeah. They're challenging. They're oh, difficult. Yeah. <laughs> even if you're not in recovery. Yes. Then you add recovery to it. And I think it's even more challenging. I'm not, I'm not crying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I appreciate the, the honesty and the openness because it is hard. And that's why we feel really strongly about doing these kinds of podcasts. And we pick February because of Valentine's Day and mm -hmm. people are thinking about love and relationships. But I think these are things that we don't learn about. If you go to traditional treatment, you don't really have these kind of conversations about, no. you know, the reality of re your relationship. It's like, oh, yes, you hurt people and you should make amends and you do that part. But you don't really have like classes about relationships. You don't really learn how to come back and have healthy relationships because if you've lived your life where you're using or mental illness, all you know is these unhealthy relationships. Yes. And that's the only thing that I've ever heard like in my early recovery is don't get into a relationship. I never right. heard what if you're already in one. Yes. Right? Yes. What if you're already in one? What do you do if you're already in one, right? Yeah. And, like, it's so confusing in the beginning, right? Because I'm already in one. Mm -hmm. And then, like, it's, like, all of these, like, conflicting messages coming at me mm -hmm. of don't make any major changes, but don't get into <laughs> right. a relationship. Right. And it's, right. like, oh, what do I do? What do I right. do? Right. You know? Exactly. Like, yeah. And you had a daughter. Yep. And I had a daughter. Right. Yep. So you're trying to maintain that also. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, I, I mean, there's the relationship with her that I don't know. I don't know how to be a mom. I don't know how to be a, a, a girlfriend at the time. We weren't married, but, you know, like, there's there was a lot. There's a lot I didn't know how to do. Yeah. And, um, Me neither. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't know, we didn't know what we were doing. And, and we John, you don't, we you don't have any children. No. Yeah. So you were, like, a new dad. Yeah. Yeah. First timer. Yeah. How was that? Different. It's yeah. different. It's like, I I don't know. I can't explain. It's like, I can't really explain yeah. my relationship yeah. with boys. Yeah. Me crap. yeah. <laughs> well, well, you mentioned in part of your recovery was bringing her with you to go Yeah, she was a little time. homie. She was like, yeah. mm -hmm. me and her were inseparable. Yeah. And yeah, we spent a lot of time, hung out a lot, played a lot. Mm -hmm. I bet it helped you to bond. Yeah, it did. Yeah. She got to see you clean, sober, changing your life. Yeah, well, she never really, she never really got to see me all messed up. I don't think. Okay. Because in the beginning, 
she was at, like, Ashley didn't bring her around. Uh-huh. And was like, because she didn't know if I was going to stay around, you know, so she didn't right. want, She was really honest about that. Like, yeah. She said, I have a daughter, but, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, so she was around, like, the first while when I was drinking, she was around her grandmother a lot. So mm. If I did drink, she was at her grandma's for the weekend, okay. so she didn't really get to see me. Okay. I think she's only seen me drunk once, and that was out so of she, Well, so she's seen you sober mm-hmm. and in recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And how about for you, Ashley? She doesn't, re- she doesn't remember me. Using? Uh-uh. She has no, no recollection of it. No. Yeah. yeah, she was little. She was, she was four when I got um, sober, so... Yeah, so she's 13 now and um, has no recollection of it. So from her point of view, her parents are just two people in recovery. Yep. Squares. Wow. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and so when she, like, when she goes to her friend's house and that's kind of like, you know, sometimes it's normal, you know, in their household and she's like, she comes back and she's like, why? you guys don't do that. And I'm, and we just like, we're like, no, we don't. And yeah. you know, she ha- sees the differences. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sees the differences, yeah. but you know, kind of that relationship with John and Moni, like I've, because of the bond that they had when I, when John decided that he was going to, um, he was decided that he was going to stop and, and he kind of played the role of mom and dad. And I continued and, and then I, I, you know, I go into my recovery journey and um, I'm kind of figuring things out. Like as I've progressed, like I've accepted the role of um, John's relationship with Moni is different than mine. Mm-hmm. And like he's her confidant and he's her go to mm-hmm. because I wasn't there. That makes things tough. In, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that is like, I'm grateful that she has that. Mm-hmm. But um mm-hmm. Like it, that was hard on our relationship in the beginning because I was like, she's mine. You know what I mean? She's my daughter. And how, how dare you take that from me? Especially being, you know, and especially him being a stepdad. And today where I'm at and where we're at is thank God she has that, you know, thank God she has that. And I've accepted my role of, I'm just not that. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have a different role That's than great. that. What what advice would the two of you give to, you know, one of our listeners who they're early on in recovery and they're, they're in a relationship? I mean, what advice when you look back, you know, what do you wish somebody would have said to you? Communicate and stay on the same page. Yeah. Communication is key. Okay. Yeah. Communication is key. Walk away when you get angry. <laughs> Come, back to, things. Come yeah. back to things. Even though, like, spur of the moment, you just say mean things to spite each other. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. even though you don't mean it, you say things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just if you walk away, it gives you time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You usually get back and you don't say things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when John says, I'm going out rock hounding, <clears throat> how do you? What, what 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 does that hold for you today, right? Because she's not just going around. She's like, see ya. Bye. <laughs> and vice versa. And vice Ashley, versa. Ashley says, I'm going to, you know, a 12-step get-together, right? What is that? What is that? What goes through your head? See ya. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
They know me as the guy that always comes to the ones with food. Yeah. <laughs> he just comes to eat all the food. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I think what we've grown into over the years is that I have my life, John has his life, and then we have our life together. And that's what I think makes it healthy is um, that we don't have to be constantly around each other. We don't have to constantly be intertwined. But we do have a a life together. Right, and it's still flourishing. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's this journey. Yeah, and you, you grow along the way. Yeah, and, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you, John and Ashley. Thank you for being so open and honest with our listeners about your relationship. I know these kinds of conversations can be really difficult. They bring up emotions and past memories. And I really appreciate the fact that both of you are willing to speak with us and be so vulnerable. Um, I think it adds an air of uh, authenticity to our podcast and, you know, for our listeners to really be able to relate. I know even in our pre-work before the podcast, I mean, I could really relate to many of the things that you were talking about. And I can tell that you both really love each other and have a really uh, good relationship. So once again, I want to thank you. And I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in. Uh, We do these podcasts so we can bring you uh, information about recovery. And again, in the month of February, we like to focus on relationships. So uh, check out our other podcasts and visit our website and uh, Facebook page and see what else is going on with Montana's Peer Network. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works, recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. (laughs) Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. possible.